welcome to Talking the Talk Healthy Sexuality Conversations. I'm Vanessa Hamilton. This is the podcast that is going to encourage and support you to be the main sex and sexuality educator for your child. Do you want to feel confident and comfortable to have healthy and positive conversations about sex and sexuality with children so that you will be the first person who educates them about each topic? This podcast will provide you with surprisingly simple and effective actionable tips to clear the fears and uncertainty around essential sexuality conversations with kids. Each episode, I'll answer questions from parents and cover a variety of different topics. As a bonus, you might just get that sexuality education you missed out on when you were growing up. So as my tagline says, let's get started. It's easier than you think. Just a word of warning regarding the content. This podcast is not suitable for children. At times, it may contain explicit themes, including sexual themes, sexual abuse and other adult conversations. Mostly, it'll be fun, informative and insightful, but at the same time, please be sure to pause and take a breather or check in with your usual supports if any sensitive content brings up difficult thoughts or feelings for you. In the Parent Guide, I've written 10 pages of sexuality conversation script ideas. So I'll cover most of them here, but I'll do it in two parts. So I'll actually do two podcasts because there's so many there. So just to start with, some of the script ideas are for you to adapt to conversations with kids. They're not separated for specific ages, um, as each child's maturity, interest, ability to understand, social circumstances, etc. is unique and not restricted to a particular age. Uh, and, and, and you'll be the best judge of that. And the rules of thumb, as always, when deciding whether or not to go ahead with explaining a particular topic, think to yourself, who will be the first person to explain this to my child? So best I do explain it now. Uh, so when do you have to have that conversation? So it's definitely you. Um, you generally won't give your kids too much information. They will just tune out to what is beyond their needs at the time. Another rule of thumb, always try to be positive and remain askable, even if confronted. See my tips on how to respond, my pink response uh, idea and react, um, uh, how to respond and react for ideas about this. And refer to this resource to familiarise yourselves with typical and expected childhood sexual development and behaviour at different stages and ages, which will help you decide on um, where you will pitch um, the answers to your questions. So part one of script ideas of answering kids' questions. Many of these questions came from actual questions kids ask in the question answer box in um, school classes. So under the category of sex and intimacy, remember this is just some suggestions. You can adapt them however it might suit you, just to get you um, started on the conversations. So question one, why do people kiss each other? So you might say, some people like to kiss each other because it feels good and nice and that's one way that people show that they like each other a lot. Long kisses on the mouth are for teenagers and adults, minds and bodies only. The next one, the big question, what is sex? Some of the things you could say, I'll, I'll, I'll give a few suggestions and you could mix them up as best that suits your situation. The sex is often a confusing word, isn't it, for many people and a, a word that most people think is a private word and often not a word for kids because it's mainly used to describe something that is for adults but even adults have different meanings for it. Um, it can be confusing because the main thing that people think of when they hear the word sex is a physical way that two adults express their feelings for each other by using their bodies, minds and hearts. People often call it sex. And it can also be used to say what a physical body someone has. 
Um, and mostly people have male and female bodies. Um, and depending on the age, etc., you could add in. But 1.7 of the population are born intersex, actually. You could go on to say some of these things. So sex usually describes people sharing a special, intimate, private, close time together with their minds and bodies involved. They talk and touch, play, cuddle and do other activities in a really special and private way. Sex is not for kids. Children's minds and bodies are not ready for shared sexual experiences. They can touch their own bodies in areas that feel good or for pleasure and comfort. Um, And just to positively reinforce it, if they do that, that's okay. Sex is often the word used to explain how a physical male and a physical female adult make a baby. Sometimes that word is used when we're explaining the vagina accepting the penis so that the sperm or the seed can be delivered and travelled up to meet the egg. The actual name for this, though, is um, for this actual activity is sexual intercourse. And, of course, as we've talked about, it's only for adult minds and bodies. Next question. This was in a question box. What is a 69? Uh, and you could say, well, that's an adult or nickname slang word for a type of sex. And you could leave it there. Or you could say, sometimes when adults are intimate with each other or having sex, it might feel nice to put their mouth near or on or lick or kiss the other person's genital or private parts or sensitive area of their skin. And this is when kids will say, oh, that's disgusting. And you say, that's exactly right. Kids would think that's disgusting because it's not for kids. It's for adult minds and bodies only. And actually, adults get used to it. And they think it's actually, as they grow up, their minds and bodies get used to it. And it's something that they find um, really pleasurable and a really lovely and intimate way to share their expression um, of how they feel with another person. Another question, how long does sex take? I get this question a lot because kids want to know, actually, well, how long is the vagina accepting the penis for? Um, And, of course, that's a very heteronormative um, aspect to take there, but they just want to know how long it goes for. So you can say, well, sexual intimacy is different for everyone. It means lots of different things to different people. So sexual experiences and activities sort of stop and finish when a person feels ready that they want it to finish. The specific activity of sexual intercourse generally lasts between seconds and a few minutes. So kids are often genuinely interested and fascinated by how long it goes for. You hear this one from the big kids, what if the condom breaks? And the truthful answer is actually condoms actually rarely break, especially if they're used properly. It's more common for them to not be used properly than to break. So for example, not using lubricant Or another example where things can go wrong is not holding on to the condom um, while taking the penis out. The penis needs to still be erect, holding the condom on, taking the penis out. That's the best way to use a condom when they're finished. If it breaks or it's not used properly, all the risks it was intended to protect against are now there, such as STIs and pregnancies. So you can hear that I'm just giving... A few suggestions and answers. You decide on what age um, and and uh, what, what responses you'll give to your kids at, at what ages, and base that on um, the guide about typical expected um, sexual development and behaviour. So, some more um, challenging questions. What's a dildo? What's a vibrator? Uh, so, here's a suggestion you might say. Sometimes some adults use things to massage their bodies that feel really good during their private, intimate, special time together. You could say sometimes people can use special massages and devices that are sometimes called called sex toys for their intimate sexual pleasure. They feel nice on the sensitive skin of genitals on the inside and the outside. Some vibrate and are chargeable, some don't. Here's another common question. 
do people have to have sex? Because kids just think it's disgusting and gross and do they really have to? And your answer can be, well, no. Having intimate physical experiences, notice that I'm avoiding the word sex. No, having intimate physical experiences with another person is always a personal choice. Even holding hands or kissing or hugging or more um, bigger kid or adult-like sexual things like oral contact using your mouth or sexual intercourse are always optional. The main reason for this is they only actually feel good when both people actually want to do it. Forcing or encouraging someone to do something they don't want to do um, and doesn't make them feel good, depending what it, what it is, um, is not um, the best way to respect the other person and it can also be illegal. Sex means lots of different things to different people. So we need to check that question, do people have to have sex? It depends what type of intimate contact we're talking about. So I ad-libbed a bit in there. So they're just some examples to give you some of the words. That's why reading about it and saying out loud can help. So why do people have sex? If kids say that, you can say, well, remember we're being positive and we're talking about the amazing reason of why people do it, mainly because they enjoy it and it feels good and it's a good expression of how they feel about the other person. It's pleasurable. Sometimes when it involves sexual intercourse with a vagina and a penis, they do it to make a baby. Um, but sexual contact is for adults' minds and bodies only and it involves many different experiences. And that's why it's for adult minds and bodies because it takes a lot of talking and understanding to be able to talk about what people want to do with each other. Okay, so moving on to the um, bodies. What are privates? So you can say privates is a name used to describe people's genitals and bottom, anus. Genitals are the body parts between people's legs at the front. They include the vulva, clitoris, vagina on the inside, penis, scrotum, testicles inside the scrotum. Your private parts are for you only, unless you need help with care or washing or medical help or hygiene. And one of your trusted adults knows about it, such as Pop, Auntie Lisa, or you know um, the teacher at kinder. Private parts are under your bathers, at the front and at the back, and also include your mouth and nipples. So I've just given you some words there to use, to adapt. I've given you lots of options to include in. Um, of course, as far as privates, body safety is the most important conversation you need to have with your kids and that's all outlined in the um, guide as well. Why are you touching our, our baby's private parts? Well, we all have private body parts and we all have public body parts. And then you can say, can you name some? Elbow, no- nose, eyes, ear, Feet, vulva, vagina, penis, scrotum, testicles, all in the same neutral tone. But as far as our baby, I have to touch their vulva penis bottom to clean it, to keep it healthy. But notice I'm telling them about it so they know why. And I'm one of their trusted adults and their other trusted adults who would be, you know, dad or nana and, um, you know, the, the health nurse. They all know that it's a, a, good, a good idea that I need to do this. I'm one of their trusted adults and their other trusted adults know that we all need to do this to keep them healthy. What about this question This a parent had? Mum, where is your penis? You could say, well, physical female bodies don't have a penis. They have a vulva and a clitoris at the front on the outside and a vagina on the inside. And just keep it as simple as that. What about if a child asks, why do I have a stiffy? So this is a good teachable moment. The accurate science name for a stiffy is an erection. Erections are when the penis sticks up out from the body. It can happen any time and at any age to people who have a penis. 
In littler kids, it mostly happens if they're excited or if they touch it. In older kids and adults, it can happen when they have a sexy or romantic thought and the kids will probably giggle or attracted to someone or when they rub it. Do you know how penises stick up out from the body? Actual blood flows into the penis to make it hard and stiff and then it flows out again to make it soft and hang down. There's no bones in the penis, although some people call it a boner though. Again, depending on the age, you will add in different parts. Uh, a few more ones for the body. Why do you have hair down there? All adults and big kids grow hair in the genital area around the base of the penis and the vulva. Hair starts growing when a person starts going through puberty. Hair protects a sensitive area of um, sensitive skin in that area. Next question. Why do boys stand up to wee? Well, physical females and physical males have a different design for where the wee or the urine comes out of the body. For bodies with a vulva, they have a little hole at the top of the vulva above the vaginal opening between their legs and the wee comes out of that. It's the end of a tube so it's easier to sit on the toilet and it easily goes into the toilet. Bodies with a penis can stand up and hold it and put it towards the toilet because the wee comes out of a little hole out of the penis which is also the end of a tube. What's another question? Why doesn't daddy have boobies? Well, actually all bodies have breast tissue and nipples. Um, but bodies with larger boobs, breasts also have the potential to grow babies. The, bre- the breasts are designed to be larger so that they can make milk to be able to feed a baby. Uh, just two, two more for this part. This part of my privates gives me a tingly feeling when I touch it. That's your clitoris. It's a sensitive area of skin. It's a part of the physical female body that is really sensitive to gen- gentle touch. It gives a physical female body really good feelings when it's touched gently. It's in the top of the vulva area. It is an important part of sex, intimacy, pleasure for people who have a clitoris. So you can pick any of those bits that I just mentioned. Um, So that's uh, just part one of a few script ideas to get you started on conversations. And best thing to do is to read them and say them out loud so that um, you can adapt them to your own parenting style.